What's well, some extra advice you would hop onto the Elvis? What's some you know? Because I feel like you have oh, some man. real shit, bro. You, you yeah. you've been out here. You've been in the streets out here, man. Man, listen, man. I need man, to hear some type of shit, man. <laughs> I've seen it all, man. Done it all. Uh, done, done it, it all. all. <laughs> done it all. <laughs> trial and errors, man. <laughs> man. All sorts know. of trial and errors, yeah, let me tell you. bro. Listen, man. Always deny, man. Deny, deny. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually, crazy. That is actually really that, good. That's, that's a good easy. advice that's good right there. Hi guys, welcome to the Noogie Cast, the number one podcast in the world. And uh, I'm actually a lonely boy today. I don't, uh, I don't have, I don't have my two guys with me today. It's a little sad. I, I had to fire them. And, uh, You're you know, fired. I had to. <laughs> Can you do the sound bite it again? Hey, you're fired. Who took it? Bro, you sound like Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft. Yeah. Like you know what I'm talking about, like the the, the sound, the, the voiceover. Yeah. Effect. Man, I still got. I can do any voice. Our surprise guest is trying to. My my actual co- uh, backup co-host is here today, but I'll, I'll get that to in a second. But I've never really done a solo podcast, so let me just. Take some time to talk about, you know, my feelings and stuff like that. <laughs> and if you guys ever want to relate to, Merry Christmas. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh no, but God. today, today I got some two two guests that, um, you know, they don't need any introduction. I don't even have uh, an intro for them written today. You normally have a script that I go. We're going off the script. Today. We're going off the script. Off the dome. About this. I don't need this man, shit. you know what? I'm gonna present myself, man. I'm Elvis, the handy guy. You already know. Hey, this is part two. This is gonna be a recap from last year. Hell we run yeah, to get brother. back. This is the build up right here. I'm telling you, a year build up, and then I'm with. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Introduce yourself, the all legendary bro, the legendary man right here, the returning guest as well. Guillermo here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so very excited because you know both of you guys came at uh, a point in my life where I was just exploring shit, you know. And I met this guy Guillermo, and you know the whole story's already been mentioned. But we got Guillermo and Elvis in the house Man. yet again. Bro, this is crazy. This is the triple threat, right? I've here. been wanting to do this one yeah. for a long fucking time. But here we are. Three icons, man. Three icons, bro. What is it? Scotty, Pippen, and... And Rodman, yeah. Rodman, Rodman Jordan, oh, and Pippen. Scotty, Pippen, and Rodman, bro. Scotty, Pippen, got him. Bro, I'm a fake. I'm a fake Bulls fan. My bad. It's all Oops. good. It's all good. Damn, bro. Yeah, you, nah, take, bro. You, you take the podcast, bro. Bro, we, we going for the third chip, man. Hell yeah. Three-peat, three-peat. Hell yeah, bro. So, for a little backup uh, context, uh, Guillermo's back in town um, visiting because holiday season. This is post-Christmas. And uh, he came to visit Chicago alongside with our best friend right here, Elvis, not Presley, the Henny yeah, God, yeah. who has graciously donated a Henny bottle and signed it <laughs> for the Noogie yeah, no. cast. Hey, there's more coming, more coming. More coming? Yeah. Bro. Man, you already know, man. I need, you to be, I need you to be like another guy. Like, you can't be a Henny God. I need some kind of good taste in alcohol now. Oh, I need man. you to be like Henny the... I mean, Henny, Elvis the... Elvis the what? What's a good liquor? Cabernet wine or oh, some bullshit. Oh, I like that, yeah. I'm just making shit up, bro. I'm yapping. You know what? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna think about it. Yeah, yeah. Let me <laughs> let me just speak to my manager and we'll work out other deals. We'll, 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 we'll pick him. up the kinks and shit. Yeah. 
But how you guys been, man? I haven't seen you guys since uh, this weekend. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> at the, yesterday at yeah. the Blind Barber, we the were out there. Barber, Shout out DJ Chava. I want you on the podcast too. Yeah, please. one day you gotta come. We were hyping you up that day. Come hype this podcast, please. Oh, I like that. <laughs> hey, yo. Dude, hey, she posted that she's like POV. Your DJ Chava. It is us four. It like, is us. Like, <laughs> we're like crazy. Bro, I it did it see that. Night. It was a great night. My yeah, friend from dope. San Diego. He was like, "This is lit. Like, this is some. This is like the music he fucks with." And he was singing all the songs that mm-hmm. she's playing even that northwest song that kanye's daughter was singing like my yeah. bestie yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, bro, he, you're, yeah he was going crazy man he was wild bro he only had like four beers and i'm like man this guy i can't get on that level yeah you could tell he was really enjoying himself you see that's what i like to do when everybody's in the city man i got i got, we got to show them you know what's like you know how we turn up how we party literally bro because yeah, how we live you know who showed us a really good time in miami Mr. Miami right here, man. Dude showed us, you know, how to get lit through his eyes. Yeah. And that goes into my next segment, through my <laughs> eyes. Oh. What the fuck? How'd I come up with these, bro? bro? That sounds like I'm going home. Yo, check. I bought check, a car loan. Check. Oh, oh, never paid it back. But ain't that carbone. Oh. All right. <laughs> All right, Guillermo. So a little context for the people that don't know. Guillermo had his, was that your first art gallery? Your first, first photo? First ever. Ever exhibit, I would like to call it, of your your project. Your big, actually, it was an a, accumulation of projects all in one. Basically, your, your career up until that point. And last time we talked, which was back-to-back with Elvis and Guillermo back-to-back on Christmas season last year. You're telling us and you're citing, you're kind of like hinting about something coming up, something, a little song, song. And here we are, which was, I believe, in November 11th, if I'm not mistaken. Was what day it? we did it? Yeah, your exhibit. September 30. September 30. <laughs> close, boy. close. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what oh you did on November 11th, but. <laughs> Damn, let me. Oh, something special. Something special yeah, happened that night, bro. Yeah. Let me. Oh, yeah. Let me run it back. Confusing <laughs> you with somebody else. Oh. <laughs> Red it's flag. all good. Red flag. Real good night I, I, for me, though. I forgive though. you. I That's forgive you. Night. Oh, my God. But through my eyes, bro, for the people that don't know, walk us through what it is through my eyes, what it means to you, where it came about, you know, <clears throat> deep dive. Let's hear about it, because I don't think it's yeah. on the record. It's not been known. You haven't talked about it in I public. Haven't. First time ever right here. Let me I get the exclusive yeah. right here, bro. The exclusive. That's true. Well, first and foremost, thank you for having us. Absolutely. This is kind of dope. This is the second time we do it. And like I always told you, Keep it persistent because you never know when it can be like the right time for this to blow up. So the, nothing blows up from one day to another. Just just so you know, you need but, a fuse and ignition source. Exactly. That's the only you thing that blows things up. Energy. And if you have people around you, use them as sources. Use me. Use Elvis as a source to yeah, make yeah. that out. So it goes kind of. I'm the biggest hype man out there. <laughs> they know me. They, know they me. cannot catch my drive out here, man. No Tell one me. is going to have a bad time with you, bro. 100%. Man, I know, man. That's just how I am, man. I want everybody to have a good time. You know, sick ass, good vibes, sick ass food. <laughs> uh, what, was, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, how did you come up with this project? And what is it really? Right? What is it? And, you know, give the people a context yeah. for who unfortunately could not have attended that momentous yeah. moment. Um, for those who don't know, like you mentioned earlier, um, I'm a photographer locally and you know, I, for a long time since I started, um, my goal was always to p- 
put up an exhibit, you know, of my catalog of my work. Yeah. And I remember trying to do it like a year after I started doing it and I didn't have anybody on my catalog. And then I looked at it and I was like, yo, it's kind of like, I'm a fool if I do it next year because I don't have anybody. I have like one artist on my catalog. Like, and obviously for those who don't know, like I'm involved in the music scene and you all, you know, I work with artists. So you'll see me, you know, capturing different artists. So then <clears throat> I didn't realize that this is like, takes time, you know, and, and it's, I can't just do an exhibit and I have to get to a point in my career, which at the time it really wasn't a career. It was just like a hobby, but you know, I couldn't just do it all of a sudden, you know, I needed to get more known. Yeah. I needed to get my work out there. I need to do more work with other people and I'm yet still not where I want to be, but you know, I had to like plot basically and work for that big moment basically and really plot ideas and how I wanted to be in the concept and creative behind it. <clears throat> so through my eyes was my first ever photo exhibit and I wanted to do it in Chicago. Yeah, the for those who don't know me, I'm born and raised in Chicago. Shy Wicker Park. South, south, south. I was born in Humboldt Park. <laughs> Fun fact. Hell yeah, but bro, I wanted, I wanted to do it here. And I remember, you know, a few colleagues and coworkers of mine and friends that were like, yo, well, you know, not a flex, but I live in Miami now, which, you know, unexpectedly, I live there now. But Chicago is always home and I love home. And I'm here now and I enjoy my time being in Chicago. But they were telling me like, oh, you should do that, like that exhibit, but do it first in Miami. Because it's going to be bigger. More people are going to show up. More artists are going to show up. And I remember thinking about it, but then I was like, it just, it didn't feel right. Like, nah, it's not like it, It's not right. Not it's, it's not, not home, right. And, this is real home. And I remember telling them like, nah, and they almost just like questioned me like, why wouldn't you do it here first? But then I also took time to think about it. And I was like, you know what? They're, they're not going to understand, and not in a bad way, but they're not going to understand what it's like to be from Chicago and coming from home. Now, if I was raised in Miami and Florida, 100%. it would have been different. I would definitely do it there and then come easily to another city. But long story short, you know, I was like, no, I'm going to wait for the right time, and I'm going to do it in Chicago the best way possible, you know, with, with my sources and, and what I can build. So obviously then, once that was thought through, then I thought of, like, what could be the name for it? And, like, I don't just want to do a pop-up or an exhibit and just, put pictures up on the wall and just put a random name on it and just like the Guillermo Garbanzo, you know? The yeah. Video. Like I didn't want just like respectfully, I didn't want just my work displayed on a wall and that's it really. Like I wanted to, a there was a theme to it and a concept and the color palettes and how I wanted to be and kind of the message behind it. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I don't think I've ever said it, but through my eyes comes from, the idea I was a big fan of the J. Cole, of J. Cole's album, um, For Your Eyes Only. So that was oh, kind of like where I got that idea from because the way I see it is like we all see things differently. You know, we may see the same white wall, but you might see it brighter, I might see it darker. We'll just never know how how like to what point do we see it very you know, like what's the point where we see it, you know, we might just see a white but you might see a brighter, right? Like, yeah, you know, there's, there's, we see it differently. So at the end of the day, you know, when I take pictures of artists or, or, you know, what I'm doing, you know, I'm doing it through my eyes and, you know, some people see it differently. Like they might see the picture of, I don't know, like chance to rapper yeah. a certain way, but someone else might fantasize over it. Like, yo, like this is my favorite. Someone else's might see it differently. So that's why that's where the name kind of came from. And like, Whoa. I wanted to build just a concept behind it and, Something that meant something more than that. Um, and then after that, then I was like, all right, like, what kind of color palettes do I want to play with this? I don't want to just do 
a solid color. I want to give it, you know, a theme. I want to make it feel like, like if it was almost like a movie, right? Like you have like the main actors, you have, you know, the story behind the movie. Like I really wanted it like that detailed. And I don't think, you know, not a lot of people would understand that. It's not a bad thing. It's just that the way I see it uh-huh. creatively, I'm very detailed on things, you know, from like, what nails we're using and like how i'm hanging it to like the color of the tape to God. like bro all those things you know that specific and bro then after that then it was like all right well i gotta look for a space and that was a hassle and then after that so you also gotta figure out a date like because then no, november you know, 11th man great november day. 11th perfect day but Yo, no then i'm I, curious what happened that day man <laughs> we'll talk to that later we'll, we'll get into that but no then i always you know this year i turned 25 which is, man, you're old, bro. Midway to 50. So I was like, all right, well, what better way to do it this year? And then I was like, what better way to do it on my birthday? It's a weekend. Um, it lands on a Saturday. I'm able to get it. I'm able to get back to Chicago and from Miami here. And I decided to do it on my birthday. So I've never done anything like this. Like yeah. no event, no pop-up. Like I had never been involved something like this so that was my first time doing it and seeing the amount of people that were able to come out and people flew out of states which is like not that i don't appreciate those like locally like people my friends and just people that know me off of my work locally but to have people like literally buy a like buy a plane ticket and get a hotel to come see this exhibit for one night was to me like it's not even i made it it was just more like damn my work is getting somewhere. And to me, that's like, that was the angle for me to like people yeah. have people walk out of there with something. Like, even if you maybe didn't buy a physical print or whatever, I wanted everybody to walk out of there. Like as if they would have walked out with like all the prints of the exhibit, even if he didn't take one. Yeah. Like that's the goal. And I think a lot of people walked out like that. And I'm not saying it cause it's me, but people told me that afterwards and during it, like, yo, like you have no idea the impact you just did here. And I don't believe it still till today. Like it just, this is literally what people were telling me, but it's crazy when you sit back and afterwards you think about it, like, damn, I set up a, an exhibit, you know, on my own with friends and family. And this is, this was the end of it. And like, Dude. I don't know, it was crazy. And that was like my biggest, like that was one of my biggest dreams. Like that was one of my biggest, like, I mean, I started this in 2017 when I was in high school. So I was like, yo, yeah. one day, I don't know what day, but one day, the goal is to have a pop up, and that's the first because we're there's trust me, there's a lot of things coming, and that's the first Ooh. of like, hey, I can't wait. We're gonna like, dig deep later. <laughs> we're gonna we're like, I want to take this and take it to other countries, which is eventually it's coming. But this is the first, and like they say, you always you gotta do things the first time and learn from that. So that was that was something crazy for me, and I think that was my biggest accomplishment this year, dude. And I I want to add to that. Uh, not that it was like a big fuck you to whoever's doubted or told you that you should have the show in Miami, but the pe- the fact that people flew out to Chicago showed that you made the right decision to like mm. call and say, Chicago, I'm going to do this show here. Yeah. And a lot of people turned out, it was like a reunion because I know a lot of the people that were there and it's just like, these are all people that I know Guillermo knows and it's like, yeah. uh, it was such a heartwarming uh, experience is what I would describe it, it as it was and then like i was so happy to see everybody like from like high school or like childhood friends yo, like all real. come together yo there was like, people in there that i had never met in my life like i man. will tell bro there was people in there that were like yo like i know you from this or i know you from that or like 
bro, I had never met people that were there. But like, they knew your work. They though. knew me. And I was like, the fact that we're here because of one thing, and that's my work. To me, that was like, bro, yeah, there was people there I had never met in my life. Like, mm-hmm. I guess you want to, you know, people that had just been following my work. And I was like, wow, like, that's dope as fuck. Like, that's be crazy. Dope, Guillermo said that to some chicks, like, I, this is your, you know, this is your son. And you're like, I've never met man, you. I've but never that's met crazy. you. I've never <laughs> met you, man. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? That's <laughs> crazy, man. No, but, uh, that's, that's what's up, man. That's yeah. the best thing. It was because, like, I met this guy through Cindy's rooftop, and so all the coworkers that I worked with him were there. So it was like, oh, dude. And there's people that couldn't make it because they were, you know, working, working at the bars so... and stuff like that. But and man. Then this guy, you know, Elvis, because you've been with him since high school to see the high school folks. So it's Fact, like, yeah. and the fact you brought Miami people with you, you brought Pedro. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Big Pedro. Oh, Pedro. Pedro. Pedro dog. Yeah, people from Miami flew out, which is crazy. And like from Miami, LA, uh, Atlanta, uh, Texas, Colorado. Holy shit. I actually yeah, didn't we know deep. that. Yeah, we bro. Balls deep. Yeah. It was crazy. It was sick, dude. I wanted to point out one yeah. more thing, too, because you mentioned it, like, through your eyes, and, like, you said, like, Chance the Rapper was kind of somebody for somebody. It might be, like, a big thing. And the fact that you're right, you see things differently to people's different eyes, you know? Like, we're, we're looking at it differently. Like, you took that picture of Fade, but what I saw was, like, a picture of Fade. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about Fade one more time on the podcast, but I... I tell people because uh, I've had people already at my house and they like, oh, that's a picture of Faye. And I'm like, yes, this is a picture of Faye and I'm a fanboy. But my friend was in the room and he took that picture. And yeah. for me, that means a lot more because it's not like your typical picture. Like, like a random picture? Yeah. It's no. not a random picture. He was there and that has some significance, at least for me, because I was like, you got to be there and literally capture that moment. And I get to see that through your eyes. And then it's my eyes because... There's some deep ass <laughs> fucking layers to your fucking theme right yeah, here that I feel like yeah. a lot of people are missing, but it's like that's, that's some dope ass shit, bro. Yeah. I mean you put some thought into it and I think that that speaks for itself and I think everybody really appreciated it. Uh I'm sure Pedro appreciated painting all the the boards yellow and all that <laughs> little details. Yeah, no, and my dad helped a lot. Oh, like, for real? A lot of people don't know this, but half of the exhibit was able to happened and was able to be executed because of my pops like yeah yeah he he helped me build a lot of things like i remember telling him like yo can you find me to someone that can do this and someone that can do this and like all these things and he was like no like i got you i found someone it's me i'm gonna do it and he made like exactly how i drew drew on my sketches and like what i had reference to and like send them he literally like he did that and better bro like which is insane like yeah he did because like bro like i could have found and like you know obviously it was more work for him and for me yeah and just could have hired the company to make it happen and less struggles and less hassle i guess you want to say like it would have been less hurdles and we would have made it happen quicker or whatever but to have my family be involved and like my dad be a part of my first ever exhibit like none of this would be possible without my parents like not some cliche shit but it's just real so it's like to have them be involved and my dad was like you had no idea how happy my dad was to be able to see that many people there that day, which is insane. Dude, I can only imagine. I would cry and bawl yeah, my eyes out. Yeah. Bro, I was having conversations with dad like before the event. I, we were like, well, he was like stressing out, you know, about like the materials and all that. And I was recommending, like, I was telling him, oh, you get that here, here. Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Menards. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <an artist. laughs> yeah. 
He's yeah. like, okay, oh. I, I was telling him, like, oh, this certain stuff is better over here. Over here is better, you know. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, Dude. But he was stressing out. I remember, he, he's stressing out because he cares. Yeah. Exactly. I think that yeah. was. And it was executed. It's very rare to have, like, a father really support their son's kind of dreams and goals like that. And those aspirations is, like, yeah. you don't get that shit a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best, And this man. also, I don't think a lot of people know, but this exhibit was created in, like, while I was in Miami fully. Like I had, I was not back in Chicago till the day before the exhibit. Created was, like was like everything was plotted while I was in Miami. Like my from finding a place to putting up the wood, like how I want the woods up, what color this. Like I didn't see none of it, and everything was just phone calls and meetings while I was all the way in Miami until the day before the exhibit. Like everything oh. was created and was brainstormed, and like I would just send and make calls here and whomever I was able to make that thing happen and call this friend and call this person like yo i need this i need that and like all of that was put together while i was in miami i was not in chicago at all like prior to that time till a day before i mean just blinked and you got to chicago and i just and everything yeah, was everything. yeah we're <clears throat> but we were literally drinking the night of before and then the next morning it was just set up the exhibit gotta go boom boom gotta boom, go boom. yeah but yeah it was crazy man at ott one of the oh, big, yeah. yeah, we were at OTT, remember? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just landed in Miami, and like, yeah. yo, the, we got to get shit ready for the exhibit tomorrow. Yeah, he's bro. like, I'm going to bed. I'm going I was like, to yo, bed. Pedro, stay, up. we're going to keep drinking. Drink, drinking, yeah. And then That's he's crazy. like, and we stayed at my crib, and then he's like, oh, we got to wake up mad early, because you got to drop me off to get uh, to Guillermo so we can set up. I go to this guy, I go to Guillermo's house, he's still in his pajamas, bro. He's like, yo, we're ready. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was like, let's go. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. Um. So one of the big um exhibits that I everyone knows at this point and it's very common i think you were hinting at it when we first talked about it but it's now iconic and it really taps into our we're 90s kids right we're, we're born in the 90s 90s 98 uh, 2000 elvis bro. bro he never I'm got the experience right there in the golden year the man. game boy color bro <laughs> so frame boy for people that don't know is your like what would you even like describe an, like it? an ally like your other persona it's like a persona. It's like Your a character. Ego. Yeah, it's a persona. It's a character. Um, that was that's obviously like revolving around what I do, taking pictures and photography. But essentially, it may sound kind of crazy, but to make it short, I had this idea right before like COVID and pandemic was you know occurred of taking pictures on a Game Boy, and like the reason why that was kind of I think created was because i had just hopped off of a 35 city tour and i was coming down like you know i was kind of stressing and i was a little bit depressed because what's 35 city tour for the people that don't know what's a 35 city it's, i was on tour with a with an artist american artist for 35 is that like a standard the number no 35? 30 i would just it was 35 cities Holy so it was God. all over the u.s and toronto so i was all over the u.s and toronto and then the last three shows were canceled because of covid um oh, my shit. last show was in wisconsin but i got to do chicago which is crazy but I was on a tour with an artist. And I remember that. I had just, I was coming off of it and hearing all these things. was like, damn, it was concerning me because what I was doing, I wasn't going to be able to do it. Shows weren't going to happen anymore. Festivals weren't going to happen anymore. So then I started quick. Like, it's not that I was thinking of it quickly. I just started thinking of other things I can do that doesn't have to do with like shows and concerts, but I can still somehow, some way, figure something out with what I still like to do and just taking pictures. Yeah. And with that, like, I, I thought of like, you know, when I was a little kid, I had a Game Boy Color and I knew there was a Game Boy camera. So I was like, OK, you can take pictures on the Game Boy. But to what extent can I like bring that picture out of the Game Boy, export it 
and have it digitally like how can i get that out of there and like then post it on social media for the world to see that yeah and did investigation i searched up what's the bet like figure out if there's a tool or a way where i can make that happen where i can take a picture because back then for those who don't know yes game boy had a camera but then <laughs> if you took a picture of it the only way you were able to see that picture was to the game boy printer yeah. So you, it would print almost like a, a receipt from the store, right? Like you connect it and then it would print and it would just print on a paper and it was black. But I was like, there has to be a way where I can get this like digitally, basically like, sh like a camera nowadays where you put a, a memory card, put it onto your computer and then you'll see it on, on mm -hmm. your, on your yeah. laptop or whatever. Yeah. So I was like that there has to be something in that world. And I found some guy in the UK who does like gaming and mods and all these things. And funny enough, when I hit him up, he was like, yeah, I just created this thing called the Wi-Fi printer. Essentially, it's a device that allows me to get the picture once I take a picture on the Game Boy um, to basically export it and get it straight to my computer off of this device. And Sick. off of that, the idea behind <clears throat> behind this project, sorry, is I, was, I created this character named Game Boy where Game Boy is a.k.a. myself, but he's a character where he's going about his adventure and his journey in life me and he's unlocking different characters as if it was pokemon right yeah and on that <clears throat> along that way me being in rooms with all these artists and just people i look up to i'm also taking a picture of them and you know kind of bringing them into my world and into my project so when i'm with fade when i'm with you know or balvin or i'm able to be with the, you know wh whoever i'm with in the time i capture them i take a portrait of them and then it was it's shot on the Game Boy Color, and then I'm able to basically bring it out and put it digitally, and then put it out for the world, and then so that's Frame Boy taking a picture of these artists, these characters. Um, and fun fact, my next character is actually Chicharito. For those who don't know, like oh. I was just with him like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, and Hell he yeah. is uh he's he's part of the project. So Chicharito Hernandez, a soccer player, um, he's gonna be he's he's one of the characters. So you'll see him, you know, in the next few weeks. And he'll be coming in top of the year as a new character to the project. So, you know, we have people from like Skrillex to um, Sean Paul on there, Arcangel, Young Miko, Chance the Rapper. Like we've had and I have people that the world hasn't seen. And I have obviously if you go to the page, you'll see all these artists on there and it's a real life picture. Um, and I have it here actually. Oh bro, no way! The <laughs> artifact right oh, here. This is legendary. I don't think I'm right ready here. for this, bro. So I have like my whole my pack, God. my whole like. So I like travel with this, with this, uh, with this case, and then just like so I carry vintage. my my uh, my game, like my my equipment on me, my book bag. I also have this with me a lot, of, like almost all the time when I'm with my camera. Yeah. Because you just never know who I'm gonna run into. Literally. Well, yeah, Chicharito, you told me that was like. Yeah. He just happened to be in the. So room. yeah, so this is. I'll do the breakdown a little bit, so people can see it. Cause there's this man in the UK is who we have to yeah, thank so for this project. This for this device here, it looks like I'm about to hack your computer kind of device. Literally, that has watchdog like, type shit. Someone like <laughs> I don't know what he did to make that happen, but this this thing is like it literally says Wi-Fi printer on it. So yeah. I connect one one end here, the other one through USB, and that allows me to connect it to my computer. Once I sync this to my computer, I go on the Wi-Fi settings. And it takes me to a non-Wi-Fi website where I connect this device, essentially disconnected with the Game Boy. It connects to my computer. Mm. And then you see I, the page comes up and I see all the pictures I've ever taken on the Game Boy. And then I just download them and I color them the way I want them. And it's not Photoshop. It's just, it's like, it this is literally is. the camera, the picture's coming straight out of the Game Boy. Like, 
there's no Photoshop in it. There's no post editing. Like, no, like just how I take it, it's coming out of there. Um, and then to simplify you know, for the audience, it's an analog and then it takes the output of what would be the printer yeah. and then be coded into the Wi-Fi, which was then developed into its own website. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I'm making shit up. Yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> well, no, but it's even more complicated. I need to get the guy over here. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is so what that's the happen. fucking Game Boy with so the like, camera lights, bro. You know, this shit. is the Game Boy that a lot of people have seen. And I used to people... see that as a kid. And I thought it was like a Pokeball on top of the, <laughs> the thing because that's what I so, thought that was. Hey, I, I have actually... a couple of these, man. My mom. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Show two thousand You still have some? Oh, I gotta look through them. But you gotta my, find me. One. My mom was. Yeah, I think we we either all had one at some point, or we knew someone that had, and we would play. And I actually was going to mod my screen because obviously, like, it's dark, right? Like, obviously, you can't see here. Yeah, the original Game Boy. But I was like, wait a minute. Like, I want to make my camera look more crazier. And, like, why light it up and do all this hacking to it when I could just take it back and bring a light on it? That's how I can see it. The Game Boy SP is the first Game Boy to have the light inside. The power. The inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that one, the advanced one. I but had, I, had two of those. I wanted to keep it OG. Oh, you know, like, I wanted no, to yeah, keep bro, it. No, yeah, bro, do not. I feel like. So this is, this is what makes it happen. And, like, Dude. this is. Well, people, the artists, all the artists have seen this game when they're all astonished by it when they see it and ask all these questions. But I think that's like, that's the beauty of this. And this is the reason why I do it, because a lot of people don't know of it. A lot of people um, have questions of it. And that's the fun part. And the idea is I do a pop up in Tokyo. I wanted to go to Mexico City and do this. I want to go to Puerto Rico, bring this to Chicago, do it in Miami and do a tour around this project. And I think it's that's that's the next goal. Yeah, bro, because I think that's such a, well, obviously a lot of people are so astonished by it because it's such a unique project. Now, no one's ever thought about, hey, let me fucking create like a fucking gallery out of a, a virtual gaming system. I know, right? Look at these guys. It's vintage right here, 90s. Yeah. 90s, boy. I'm afraid to touch it. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Let Aaron see it. Yeah, because I haven't, crazy. I haven't crazy. put my DNA on this, bro, my fingertips. Yeah, so this is the game where everybody sees, everybody Wait, grabs I am it. holding the camera that took a picture of Fade, bro. No, literally. <laughs> like, oh, Fade is also part of it. Uh, he, was, yeah. he literally, I mean, you saw the picture we posted. That it was, was like green, bro. No, pop, pop the picture up right here of Fade, right here. Right here. Look. Uh, Jamie, pull up, the, pull up the picture, Jamie. Can you pull it up for us? Ooh, fade right here game. on the Game Boy. We, have, we had Fade on the Game Boy, and we have Fade on digital and film as well. We're just going to cover you guys' faces in the picture. <laughs> Yeah, bro, but that's the one. So if I remember correctly, your first guest was Checo, right? That was the first. Yeah, and uh, you're wearing the hat for Monaco. The I wearing, yeah, I was at the F1 race and yeah, I saw so my boy. F- well, he wasn't the first, but he was the first character that I ever dropped around this project. Oh, you've taken uh, pictures before? before? Yeah, yeah, I've had it like, I just never dropped them, but I just, so I don't drop them based on the way I take them. Um, I actually drop them just on how I feel, like the order, however I want, like. You know, if an artist is about to release a song, like when Faye dropped, he just he had just dropped his album or something. So I waited so it can, you know, make a little bit more sense. But Perfect that, timing. That yeah, picture, like more like a market type Yeah, thing. but that picture was taken a while ago. Checo Pettis was when I was at F1 in Miami. Mm, yeah, there's there's uh, That's there's no cool, order. Man. There's like, no order, so that one just happened. Because you were at the Mexican FC, no? That was uh, FC, the GP, the Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah, I was just in Mexico and over there, <clears throat> like... I didn't capture an F1 race driver. I captured Nathaniel Cano while I was there, which is that's that's the fun part because that's why I always carry it with me because I know who I'm gonna run into potentially. Yeah. So I just always have it with me and like if it's the right time, like I'll do it. If it's there's been times where I've I've been in rooms with certain artists, aka like for example Peso Pluma, which we're in the works. Like I want to get him next, but I've been in the room with Peso Pluma and like 
I just it didn't feel right to like ask him for it. Yeah. So I right I held back and I wasn't like obviously I was a little bummed out in my head like damn, but I wasn't like damn like you know I don't I don't like forcing this project and like if I feel it's the right time I just ask and obviously as you can see every time I ask people are like hell yeah and like yeah they, so, I feel like you'd be you know a buzzkill if you said nah yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah I mean there's a lot of artists and like you know I want to get artists like Brad Pitt on there I want to get athletes like. Potentially, I don't know. Maybe one day you see Messi on here, and I don't think I don't think it's not possible. The world is not ready for that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna happen. Cristiano Ronaldo. There's, there's the also goat, artists the goat, the goat. like locally, like local artists, and also like artists I look up to and stylists that I want to get on here. Like some of them, I already got them. I just they haven't dropped. But like, you know, I would have loved to fucking capture Virgil Abloh. Like, <coughs> sorry, people have no idea the inspiration this man has behind me, and not because of the hype that was created, not because of the Nike shoes and all that's like, no, I've been following Virgil since I was like in middle school and seeing what he was doing and when he was working with Kanye, like all these things. And like, I wish I would have, you know, had been able to capture him, but there's artists like that, you know, Kim Jones from Dior, like I want to capture these artists and not just musical artists, but also athletes and actors and stylists that I look up to. I'm, you left me speechless. Bro, <laughs> yeah, I have not, nothing to say to that, bro, because I think that's such a... I mean, it's an unfortunate thing, but it it, it would have been nice to have captured that. Like, I, w- I would, I really like, there's, you know, like I said, things happen and they're unfortunate. But I would have loved to gotten Virgil Abloh's opinion on this project. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I would have loved to hear what he thinks of it. What do you think he's going to say, bro? Like, nah, this shit's whack, bro. This is <laughs> stupid, bro. Like, yeah, that, no, you, you never know. You never know. Bro, he's going to support you, bro. Because, you, you know, his 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 whole vision, too, is also, you know, it's it's different. Yeah. And I think as long as you hit that, I have nothing really insightful to say. Because I feel like I can't speak on that because I don't have that kind of... No, no, of, for uh, sure. But, you know, it's just, it's like when artists see it, they, they're like speechless. They're, they don't even know what to ask me. Like... What, how do you, what, who, where, oh, this is a game, like, this is a can't, what, like, yeah, they don't yeah, know, yeah. like, when, like, for example, when Fade, he fantasized right away at first, because it was green, but he also, like, as a kid, he's like, yo, I, I remember, like, you know, I didn't have one, but, like, I know what this is, so it's like, I know the green, it's like, it sticks out for him, so it's like, that's a way of, that he can relate to it, not only because it's, like, a Game Boy, and I'm, like, I'm sure he, he likes video games, but also, like, damn, like, this is green, and, like, it's an old vintage piece, like, and this guy just took a picture of me on it, like, who would have thought? Yeah, dude, that's creative. So I, I ain't never yeah. seen nobody do that. He, he really <laughs> is about his like '90s shit. He has like yeah. all the yeah. Dragon Ball shit. He's, he's huge into that. So, but the funny thing is, though, is like there's this one TikTok I saw, and it was like some rapper. It's not a well-known rapper, but in the crowd, this guy is recording the whole concert in Nintendo DSi. DSi, yeah, I saw that. You no saw way. that one? And he, uh, and the, the the artist recognizes it, and he's like, "Yo, let me see that." And he does the most legendary thing, and he like records. Oh, that is badass! I he see. records the the thing <clears throat> on it with you know like because yeah. he acknowledged like that's a DS. Like yeah. I, I acknowledge what that is. And yeah, that could so. be the next thing right there, dog. He could keep <laughs> going with these video yeah. games. It could just extend, his, extend, extend. Yeah. They have different branches. Yeah, I want to go. Side I want to like I want to go to the countries and capture artists like in their element, like. I don't know, going to, <clears throat> I don't know, like imagine going, imagine getting Messi in Argentina while he's playing like a friendly game in Argentina, although he lives in, Me- in I mean, in Miami now, but, or like <laughs> yeah, going overseas to get Ronaldo, like, and it, I want, like, I think this project has a potential to it, um, and I would love to do that. 
Yeah. Where do you see this growing? If you can predict it, or are you just going to play? I something? mean, the next step with this, obviously, like it's a very new project for the world. For me, it's been in the works for almost four years now. Um, like I said, it takes time to develop things sometimes. So I don't like to rush things, even though we, we have short span, you know, nowadays. But good things take time, right? So I like to brainstorm. I like to really plot. And I'm not saying perfect it because I don't believe in perfection. But I do like to at least build the foundation of it. And from there, just take it to see where it, can, where, where it, where it goes. Like, So I want to go and do a pop-up in Tokyo. Um and I want to take this to other countries. Like, I don't know. I would, I want to do merch pieces for this and, and revolve around yeah, that. Yo, and like, like I have, I have some ideas already, which I've already kind of quote unquote samples that I've already started and I've done with Game Boy cartridges and, you know, just different things that I have, I have down that, Bro. you know, eventually people will start seeing this. Cause some people have already asked, like what's the people want this so bad, like already where they want a piece of this, of this pie. So you know, obviously, they're not going to get the Game Boy, but what can I do? I can create prints. I could, but I don't want to just keep it. I don't want to do like just a photo, right? No, I want to create things gotta, around it. Yeah. Like, you got to go above and beyond, bro. Maybe like yeah. the NFT, you know, although it was a scam and I lost $1,600. No way. On <laughs> a digital artwork. Boy. <laughs> but what you could do is you could digitize the pictures and it becomes now like these the uh, actual NFT 64 bit, yeah. you know, character and you can make a cartridge video game. You can select now the bro, actual. all these ideas, yeah. man. I, mean, I also want to go to like, and I, and I know I would be like a dream. Another one would be crazy. It's like I want to do a. I want to have like a, a station at Complex Town with it. Yo, like, that'd like, be hard. Complex, like, where the fuck you at? Yeah, hey, yeah. There's like status. so many things I want to do, but again, like I don't want to rush things. Man, Sorry, and I also want to just take time with it and see where it takes. Like I'm letting the project take me wherever it wants me to go, and I'm doing it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm about the adventure. This is just all out. Frame Boy just going about his his journey, and things are happening for him. That, that's the best thing, man. Look, that's what, that's why I love video games, bro. They always teach us the most valuable lesson, bro. <laughs> that is the journey, bro. It's the journey. My mama would never have seen this one coming, bro. Ya deja ese pinche juego ahí, ya. Ponte a estudiar. Yeah, bro, but it's thought, the right? journey, bro. It's yeah. the journey. Man, yeah, man, speaking of the journey, leading us to fucking heights and shit like that, bro. Would you have ever expected yourself to be directing now a video or let alone work very closely with an artist as you do now with Alex Ponce? And the thing I'm referring to is you directed, I don't know if this is the first time you directed, but it seemed like a very big deal of Antidoto. How was that experience? And I saw Woody was there, your brother. You guys yeah. were directing that together. What was it like directing? Because that's just one of the big talents you have besides, obviously, your photography. But directing, I feel like, is so hard. Yeah. And it's such a... It's, it's, it's an artwork in itself because you're kind of controlling these strings mm -hmm. and masterpiece and schedules and people and, and yeah. production and all this stuff. So, like, yeah. how, how was that? Um, I don't think I've ever spoken about it. And I don't like to speak on it just because I like to master my craft and that's photography. And oh, yeah. Keep I, those like, secrets, man. Like, in, in, obviously, in the past months and like these past year and two years i've kind of tapped into what directing is more and i'm learning and i'm nowhere near and i'm not the best director and like there's a lot that i'm still learning and i want to learn this next year because it last takes time, a lot yeah because last time you said you you did a podcast was the one time yeah we I've had done, you on the like, podcast, podcast you did podcast yeah but then now this is directing a music video mm -hmm. so now we've yeah. stepped up since the last time we spoke mm -hmm. yeah and I, and I had gotten offers to direct videos like prior but you i didn't just didn't i didn't take them and i don't like to be someone that just takes a project 
because of like because i see money there or i see i can gain something off of it you gotta believe like it. i want to i don't want to like at the end of the day that's that's me being involved in it so if the project doesn't come out the, like how i see it and how the, the client sees it and or the label sees it then you know it's like at the end of the day it's it's me so it's it's shitty work right so until you feel right i was like i don't want to do this and i don't feel right and even then like i, I think I, I can still say i'm like not the not an expert at it and i'm learning and i'm like literally based on the people that have been part of my like my crew that has been able to help me and execute some videos and like for example this video like i've i'm learning from them literally like i'm I just there has to be a director and that happens to be my brother and myself but other than that like i'm also like trying to see where else i can help like whether it's setting this up or being with the art like it's just it's more than that i like to be involved and i don't like to directing it's a big word but you know I don't want other people on set to feel intimidated by me because at the end of the day, if it's not because of them, this video is not happening. Yeah. Like, and if it's not because of me, it's not happening. If it's not because of the artist is not happening. So it's, it's, it's a, a team. Group, it's a team, it's a team effort. effort and it's a group project where it's almost like when you were in school, right? It was five people making it happen. And it really took five people to make that happen. Sometimes it takes two, sometimes it takes 10. Right. So for example, yeah. like in this case, like I like to just also make other people, people feel like they're also a director to an extent, right? Like right. you have the lead, you have an opinion, you have, yo, we should do this instead of why. All right, cool. All right, let's do it. Like you have a point, like let's ride with it. I don't like to be like my way or no way. Like, yeah, it's, I'm open about it. And, and you're so humble about this. Cause I feel like, yeah, I'm probably giving the connotation that you're the director and it must be like, I'm in mm -hmm. command, but the director, there has to be some kind of direction. Yeah. Just keyword director. But the, I'm just leading. I'm, yeah. a, I'm like a guidance. But other than that, like, you know, and eventually like, this is like where I want to get to and probably do more of this stuff and to be, to figure out if it's just music videos or it's, doing you know documentaries or doing short films or where i really see myself doing like what the role as a director is but for now i'm learning and there's a lot i'm learning i'm like nowhere near like these opportunities have came and like just because people believe in me so the least i can do is do my best to execute that project so that's just what i've done but i'm learning from other directors from other people that have been on set and i'm like there's times where I don't play the role as a director and I'm just the guy taking photos on set yeah. for bigger videos, but I'm just learning while I'm on set with these people and other artists, like right. other bigger artists. So and I like that you're very open about taking feedback. Cause I think that's what, like in movies, a lot of the actors is like, oh, I don't know. My character doesn't seem like it could do this. It would mm -hmm. be better if I did this. And they're just like, do that. Let's, mm -hmm. let's see how that works. And we'll, we'll try it out and right. see how that works. Yeah. And if it's cool and it ends up being like the more authentic. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you plan and the weather doesn't go well. Where that's happened to me. Or sometimes you plan and for some reason the outfit rips. That happens. So what like there's things that can happen and you can't blame. It's just the universe, that's how it happened and it was already plotted. But you just gotta figure out and that's that's what I've learned. <coughs> that's where I learned from a big director once he once told me it's not about directing, it's about how you manage and you maneuver when there's a problem going on while you're on set and how you manage that. Like you can't get the artist worried. You can't make the artist now if it's a gets to a point where the artist has to take a decision on it an opinion like yo we got to do either go red or blue like we can't do yellow anymore then obviously you go to the artist but if it's something you can cover with and it's not that you're hiding it you just you want to keep the artist as calm as possible mm -hmm. without him worrying it because there's already a lot going on there's chaos going on on set so the least you got to do is make sure he's doing good or she's doing good so that's what this one director told me he, and he's directed pff, some of the biggest videos in the world and he once told me like yo like it's about learning how to manage the problem when there is a problem. Cause there's always going to be problems on set, yeah. like big or small, the camera, this, this or that, like 
Cause it's like, how do you manage? Because you're leading, you're t- it's like a bus, right? You're driving the bus. So if yeah. something fucks up and the wheel pops, everybody starts panicking, but you got to like make sure your whole crew and everybody else that's on board is at peace and as calm. Like, yo, I'm like, we're getting taken care of it. Give us five minutes. Give us 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, so that's what I've learned too. It's not really like, obviously it comes with like the experience and how creative you are and you know, the knowledge you have in this, but like, for those who don't know, directing is like, you got to know a lot and I'm nowhere near that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like but you did I've been it, you given the opportunity, yeah. but I'm learning while I'm on set doing this thing. Yeah. 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 Cause that's tough. Cause I think directing, you know, you can teach it, you can learn and figure yeah. out how to be a director. But like you said, it's one of those decision makers that is going to define you as, you know, a good director. You, how are you able to maneuver through that? How mm-hmm. are you able to like, you know, fucking Prince was, uh, at the Super Bowl, but you know, maybe some director said, nah, let that motherfucker play music while it's raining. Yeah. And the yeah. Super Bowl, like, he, someone had to take a decision on that. Someone said, yeah. yes. Let's and, do that. And that, and that was like, it took one person to make that happen. And that became what it is, right? Like, sometimes it's that and making the right call. You just never know. Can you touch on what was the most stressful in, in, in that aspect? Yeah. Of I'm that trying to that video? That. Yeah. Um, Fun fact, there wasn't a lot of stress on this music video because we had plotted it. Although we only had 48 hours to execute and have the treatment ready um, because it was Pepsi involved. And Pepsi told us, like, yo, you has have 48 hours. Um, So it was stress, but it wasn't it didn't feel although it was like like kind of crunch time for us. It it really didn't feel like we were like there was a lot of stress. I think if anything, um, the biggest hurdle or stress was um if you show the video here part of the video you see where we're where alex and the girl they're running in a forest and it was very hot um it was right off the beach but there was hella mosquitoes and bugs here so we were trying to get out of that and that was like we it was only two scenes for the most part it was inside a house and at this this forest this beach and there was mad mosquitoes and that's what that part of the video, like we were on set longer there than we were at the house. So we were struggling. So people were bit like crazy already. And like they were just they have they got they could do nothing about it, but just to fight through it. And for some reason, I was just like at peace. And I was like just being pretty chill about it, although it was freaking hot. But bro, <laughs> I kid you not. I don't think I've like the next day I woke up and I didn't have any mosquito bites on me. You didn't have any. But like, bro, I made I might might have gotten one. But bro, I woke up like I was perfect. But I think that was, like, the biggest hurdle, like, dealing with that while on set. And aside from that, I mean, bro, when you have good people on set that they love what they do, and even if they're not masters or whatever, like, you know, they also, they're learning from you and you're learning from them. Bro, like, that video was probably, like, I haven't done, like, I haven't directed a lot, but this crew, and it was a small crew, but, bro, like, for what you saw in the video, everybody that was on set was fucking amazing. And that's, I think that's when it, that's why it was executed and it didn't feel like stress because everybody was on their A game. And that crew, that's, is that Alex's crew or is that the Neon nah, 16 it's, crew? It's just, most of it's Miami based, like people I've worked with before, people I had never worked with. Um, Marcelo actually, who shot the video, the DP, he was the one that also has done several stuff for a lot of people. He actually, <clears throat> he shot uh, Classy 101 with Fade and Miko. Oh, so he's gee. like, that was the guy that was the dp he's dp'd a lot of big music videos and yeah i mean good people and people that you know i'm learning a lot from this person and you just yeah it's part about learning and experiencing and having people like that be a part of your crew dude that's sick yeah 
That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it is, man. It seems really complicated. No, it is for sure. And it's super stressful, bro. Like, and obviously I wasn't the only one directing. My brother was with me too. And he he plotted most of the creative and the treatment. And I was just in there make you know, he would ask me for feedback and I would be like, Yes, or do this or do that. I did some post editing. Um we had an editor, but I went in with him and we went on time on the timeline and we broke it down because we like again, if we were directing, but I'm also like we did the post work and what the color looks like, how the edit is looking like and sitting with the editor on FaceTime and like on a Zoom and really seeing like, yo, like cut here, add this, do this, like, you know, like really doing that, you know, and, and that's because we love what we do. And like we care that much about that, that we we go that far deep into it, make sure everything is as perfect so that Alex can receive the final product and and, and just say thumbs up. This is fire. Let's go. Did he like it at the end? Yeah. Is this first music video out of Ecuador that we've done? Oh, this was in Ecuador. So, so in Miami. Yeah, no, the music video was shot in Miami, but this was the first video that we shot out of Ecuador. All his other videos have always been shot in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was the first video out of Ecuador for him. And Damn, how did you feel about that? Did you ask him? Bro, it was crazy because this is also the first time he has a crew like that, like a, like a big crew from like makeup to, you know, like all like everything. And to him, it was like kind of weird because we don't really have that in our music videos. Even the plan that his biggest record is sitting at 20 million views on, on YouTube. That was a crew of like six, seven people. Like it wasn't as like professionally. No, nah, like, but like this. He, we were OK with it. It's and like, it still it's, got it's always about the quality, not the yeah. quantity. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, yeah. Quality yeah. over quantity. That's sick, dude. And then, yeah. you know, I'm glad that you were able to get that kind of exposure. And, and like you said, you help out a lot, which kind of leads me then to helping out to the next question that I have. This is the last question I really have that I want to know. Dun, dun, dun. No, but it's a, you already Class know this one. No, no, it's the same shit, bro. It's the same shit. Data was like a huge Latino album. And I just want to know what that was like for you to help out in, into that project. Because yeah, give, me, give us the Miami inside of this. Man. There's a lot of shit going on. And like, it's a good project. It's been received critically well. And it's like a huge production team. And obviously, I know you put some efforts into that project. And it's dope that a lot of your Frame Boy characters came out from the yeah, guests from that there were on too. this. Bro, that was crazy. If someone would have told like, I, and I, this is why, like, kind of going back to like the Game Boy and Frame Boy, Frame Boy is just. A character, a guy like myself going about, and you don't know what's planned. And I, like, I was, I had no idea I was gonna have some sort of involvement, um, in that album, and not like nothing crazy creatively or nothing, but just to document the process of that album being created through video and through photos. To me, that's like, to me, it almost feels as if I was the person that the artist that did the cover to it right like to me that's that's how i see in the way it portrays to me like no one will understand probably because it's just like behind the scenes videos but it's photos it's videos that it's a one of one time only like you will never see that again like being being documented and i wasn't the only one that documented obviously like there was other crazy dope ass photographers and videographers that but for the for vast majority of it a mass majority of the album process I was able to be in the studio with these artists and with Tiny and like, that's like, I always say that's a blessing. Like that didn't have to happen, but it happened and I took it and I received it and did the best I could to be able to, you know, give half Tiny have these moments that he can have for the rest of his life and his career. And like, to then be able to see this when he, he also did, um, 
when the album had dropped he did a small pop-up gallery in miami um for like the weekend it was like a four-day thing and to see my work displayed for the, like you know it's like tiny's pop-up but you see my work displayed and like just oh, looking yeah. back and like remembering like those late nights or those long days like being with this artist or this song and like remembering how that song was being created and then you see it like at the end it's like damn like this is this is what it really like matters and this is what it's all about like when you see the final thing and like seeing other people like seeing people walk into this room bro and be excited and seeing for the first time a tiny and arcangel like video where they're recording a song like their face like just people's like faces was like bro they were like shocked and priceless because you don't really see that so to be able to be like yo like see them and be like damn like i was the person like doing that and like you know it's crazy like it's it's a dream come true if you want to you know put it that way it's almost as if you know working on data you're able to acquire data for you you're Mm -hmm. able to grow and just fucking yeah make some good use out of it it's not saying like you're using that but it's like you you were able to grow yourself as a person and and learn develop and learn yeah i learned a lot from obviously i've learned a lot but you know when, when working with tiny and i've also learned from all their artists you know that were involved on the album and just kind of seeing their creative process and be like damn even though i'm not an artist and he's not a photographer but i get to learn because we're both creating art and just seeing their process and how they manage to go about it is like that's 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 like my biggest pay for it like learning being having the experience and gaining this experience and like learning from these a-list creatives bro like creatives that songs that we grew up listening to songs that that are charting number one right now or whatever like being in the room with fade and seeing him create literally be on the laptop and create these this record and like knowing that his song is the world is listening to it <clears throat> you know like to me that's crazy dude that is wild it's wild bro yeah it's- but it's a blessing you know like 100 percent. like i'm i'll forever be grateful for that opportunity that i was given and maybe it was for somebody else but you know i got there at the right time and it just so happened to be that I was the one that was chosen to 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 just be in that in that right time with to be able to document this whole album or vast majority of it. Bro, you're, you're that guy, man. You're him. You're Himothy, bro. You're Himothy, baby. Guillermo. And shout out to all the other people Mamre. that were involved in it too, like the other photographers and videographers, like Tiny's creative uh, director Elliot and Stills and other photographers Stills. that were like you know that were able to shoot some of these pieces as well, like when. You know when they were out and they were in these rooms too with these artists like it was like again to what i said earlier it's a group project bro i man and it's crazy man because like i when you tell all these stories bro like i just still picture us like in your basement <laughs> that's crazy right bro he would edit like his photos but it was just random photos of like a tree and literally stuff like that. <laughs> literally bro and he'll Hold tell the me tree picture right now yeah please. and then he'll tell me oh like this looks good man what you think and i'm, and I'm sure i was just like this is whack as fuck but to me <laughs> no, bro like no, the cool. way i would see it was like the, bro i would like fantasize over a picture of like the Sears Tower or the Willis Tower, or whatever. Yeah. Like, yo, you have no idea, bro. Like, it was just to me as it felt right, or like just cityscape or portraits bro, or just or random. I remember taking Elvis with me downtown, bro, and yeah. I would like, I would have him doing like these jump shots where you would jump in midair and like it was <laughs> yeah. a still shot, but you would see the sneakers and stuff. So I'd be like, yo, bring like. Yo, you have like these new sneakers that he would have like the Conquerors. I was like, yo, bring them on, yeah. like, and I, would, <laughs> and I would tag like these sneaker pages to get myself recognized, bro. But I would have him come with me, and he would, <coughs> my bad, he would probably be like, 
he would look at me like, bro, why the fuck am I jumping? And I'd be like, no, jump like this. And bro, like little did he know like that that was leading to somewhere. And I need like, I just, that's what I liked at the moment. Man, yeah, it's crazy. It was like pure moments, man. Yeah, man, it was cool. crazy. Yeah, you guys gotta recreate that, bro. Jump again, so this guy can Facts. take the jump again, bro. Yeah, bro. That's why, like, I I love coming back, bro, because it's it's it takes me back, and I and not to make it sound like oh, like I made it, because I, I that's not I always say it's not you what made it is, it, bro. You and people, some people it. tell me like, oh my god, no, nah, it's not that, because yeah. there's there's no definition for I made it, like there isn't one. Um, Cause you're never gonna be happy, right? You like, always yeah. want more. But I do love. I like coming back home, bro, because I I walked down like two days ago. I was walking down Michigan Avenue, and I was I was like, yo, I remember exactly. I was right here, and I was I wasn't even taking pictures. I was just shopping with my parents and stuff. And like, I remember walking through there by myself or with my friends, like summer or winter, and just going and taking pictures like downtown. And like, I'm like, damn, like. To me, it almost, in my head, I'm like, damn, look how far we've came. Because I remember, like, being in high school and, and coming around here to take pictures. And now it's like, yo, I'm not, I don't live here anymore. But I love coming back because it reminds me, like, those early beginnings where I had no idea where, where I was going to be. Like, yeah, if you would have told me yeah. I would have been here six years ago, what did you want to do? Like, I knew I wanted to do this to some level. I just yeah. had no idea, like, yo, I want to be here, here. Like, I didn't have that jotted down. But I knew I wanted to do something. And like to come back and and be able to like to look back where you were when you were taking those pictures or you know being where you, where you were always around it, it was it's like inspiring for myself but I also try to have those people around me get inspired by it because it's not a me thing you know without like Elvis not coming out those days with me and my other friends coming out like they didn't have to do it. And sometimes Elvis didn't want to. I'll be honest. Elvis was like, man, we got to go again downtown. Like, why again? <laughs> it's like, bro, like, trust me. I found another spot. He's like, yeah, but it's downtown. And I'd be like, bro. And he would do it. Yeah. But, bro, if it wasn't because of those, like, or my friend, like, Alfredo, like, bro, he would my he would always come with me, like, anytime. Like, yo, 10 p.m., let's go downtown. He would never say no. So if it wasn't for these people, as, like, cliche as it may sound, like, it wouldn't give me hope and it wouldn't, like, inspire me to do something, like, I went from taking pictures of my friends to then taking pictures of models, which it wasn't like I didn't do uh, much yeah. to then taking really? and not models like girls. I'm talking about models like just like stylists and stuff like, mm-hmm. you know, in clothes and merch and like new clothing brands yeah, to then doing that. like yeah. small local brands to then doing like to then doing artists because I knew teams, that's where I wanted to do. Don't remember you did teams? Didn't you do um, soccer or something like that? Yeah, I did like a few. I did a few things and it wasn't yeah. like nothing like crazy, but. To be to look back and like you obviously can't just escalate like you can't have a Ferrari from one day to another like you gotta have a Honda you, you might could, have a Ford you, you could you could but you know like that's not that's not where we come from you get me yeah like, no 100%. like I think I think we could say most of us here in this room don't come from like that right like we don't just have the potential to buy a Ferrari tomorrow maybe I don't know maybe you but I know I can <laughs> hey, so I it's like can. you work right because you're, you're right, got Burberry and uh, Rolex oh, man. shit man hey. Psycho Bunny <laughs> Psycho Bunny made it bro. I'm trying to be humble made it, bro. Yeah. you met Drake bro please <laughs> you made next Drake. question actually was how was it with Drake man I was, no I'm just oh, kidding man it was awesome <laughs> no oh, but yeah. I get what you're saying bro and then what's crazy too is like I know we just had this podcast interview with you a year ago and it's like a year ago that's crazy it's right? like yeah. a year ago is and so much has happened so that year. last time and it's it's insane and like for you to talk about how like back in the days when you were kids with elvis and it's like it's it's a 
it's an exponential growth and it's just it's probably gonna go even higher we're gonna go straight to the ceiling Hope so now. man the moon like i always said it, the if the moon, spark ends baby. tomorrow i'll be happy because i accomplished a lot that i i, I accomplished a lot and obviously i'm not like like downfalling myself for like nah, praying nah. on my downfall but you know i think i could like if i have to work tomorrow at, at another job like i'm happy to do it but I'm happy to do it because I was able to do a lot of the things that I one that I wanted to do and I did them. And there was also a lot of things that I didn't think I would do and I did them. Yeah. So it was like my plate was filled more than what I had asked for. For now, you know, with what I had in mind. Yeah. You know, so I'm 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 like satisfied. Not you know like obviously yeah. we want to do new things and grow and do these other projects, but, but you're happy. I'm satisfied you. because I did the festivals I wanted. I did. I went on a tour. Um, I got my Times Squared billboard, a picture of mine up there. Oh, like, yeah, you posted yeah. that one. So it's like, if, if I look back, even though I'm not like where I want to be yet, but I, I I was able to accomplish a lot, bro. So do what you want to do. Don't ever let someone tell you now. That's crazy, bro. Are you a proud parent? Are you proud of this guy? No, I'm so proud, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bro, we spent hours up like in his basement, yeah, like just editing pictures or like anything anything really yeah bro i don't think my friends would, would would like understood like they would just look at me and think i'm crazy probably but when I, I was young uh, like i would just they would be like why this person isn't crazy bro yeah but if uh, you're one thing bro i always told people if you're not crazy and you're not driven by your dreams or by something you want to do then you're not doing it and that's not what it, what's meant for you like you got to be crazy for it and you people got to look at you crazy and think you're crazy because yeah. if you're not crazy over it there's someone else that wants it more than you literally bro and honestly, bro, like, that's why you always been a big inspiration to a lot of people. Because, bro, nobody around here, like, in our home, bro, nobody's doing, you know, <laughs> half or all the shit that he's done, yeah, man. Wow, this guy's bro. different. Man, yeah. it's a, he always had that drive and that spark. Even when we yeah. were kids, he always wanted to do yeah. different things. Even when we're drinking and partying, man, he's he's driven to fucking get that next drink, man. Yeah. <laughs> you were wild in that night, bro. <laughs> hey, that, that's, that, that's the behind the scenes that the world will never see. But we're this close to doing a podcast under the influence and like having it right here at the pregame, actually. At the pregame, yeah. But I will say, I will say that I might be like, it might sound like I'm a workaholic. And I feel like that's just all I like. I'm driven for like what I do because I love what I do, and I'm blessed to be able to do this for a living. But then you also have, like they say, you also need those friends, and those friends, you need to have an Elvis in your life. Where <laughs> I come back home and Require. it's like, yo, yeah, yeah, now yeah, let's yeah. go out and like enjoy ourselves. Let's go, love. let's go out, let's let's spend a night out. Let's go out, you know, let's let's Bro, hit up some friends. That, and he's always down. Yeah. So it's like if you don't have an Elvis in your life, then you're he's probably crazy. like. He's even you crazy. need, yeah, yeah but it's like that energy, man. this guy is the guy you'll have that you need, and, and you need around you, and you need, and that's the reason why. Like, I'm not a party person, and like, I don't like to say, I'm not saying that partying is bad, but this guy's always happy. And, and if you ever want to have a good time, you got to be with this guy, like we did. When was it, like three days ago? I was yeah, uh, three days, I think, yeah, was Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday, yeah, Saturday Man, that night was crazy, legendary. It was a movie, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was a Hulu special. <laughs> Blackbuster, you know. It was a Hulu beep, special. Beep, beep. Hell yeah, a ne oh Netflix special. Hey, the feds are listening. The feds. The feds. <laughs> the feds are hey, the feds are listening, but they're not seen. Oh, hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Dude, you guys are insane. Bro, yeah, dude, dude, one time, I, I remember, I think it was last year, he just came back home, and uh, I kid you not, like, I opened that day, so it was like 7 or 8 in the morning, mm-hmm. I, I opened. I'm in Arts for the people who like, yeah, I'm in I where I work yet. Yeah, so, I kid you not, so, after my shift ended, they, they needed me to stay a little bit longer, so I was like, yeah, I was down, so I stayed a little longer. And then that little longer turned to like longer and longer. So the point is, is that I did like a seven in the morning all the way to 10, right? At night. So like Damn, seven to 10. 12 plus three. That was and, and he and and he kept making plans like, yo, we got Papa. We got, dude, I was like, hell yeah, I'm on go mode, man. <laughs> right after Menards went home, I changed and I, I just, I popped out with this guy. We went to. Hey, hey, they can't, they can't know. They can't know. Blank. You bro, got to strip close. Stop lying. And, and looking and looking back, I don't even know how I did that shit, bro. Like, I was so tired, but I was like, man, I was well, you tired. See, I was we, tired. We, like, no homo, but we, we fed each other that energy. Like, yeah. he was he had just gotten out of work. Obviously, I I wasn't working. I was chilling. But he was excited, and I was excited. So, like, we just, like, we met up in the hill. You get me? Like, we're like, yo, let's go. Let's like, go. literally, dog. Bro, yeah, and that's why, man. That's why I love it when he comes back home. It's like that spark. Like that we're going, like we're going out after this, and you guys have no idea where we're going. <laughs> they're not, they're not we're even, going off the radar. Of what could happen, man? Yeah, yeah, man. It's been like a year, and I said this a bunch of times, and I say this last piece every single time, which is like in the last podcast we had, where we had the guest, and we told him, I was like, you know, what was an advice you would tell somebody? But we're like. You know, we kind of hear the same shit over and over again sometimes. You know, not to downplay some of the, no, some people sure. have some genuine advice that they, they <clears> give <throat> to yeah, people. Yeah. But we're just fucking around saying like, bro, if you throw your food in the trash, throw the trash out. You know, like stupid ass advice <laughs> like that. Like, if you're going to wash, make sure you scrub your back. You know, make sure. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a critical advice. Yeah. But the last advice that you gave, I think, on the, la- in the episode we had, you was um, obviously it was like to pursue those passions and your creatives and, and to aspire to be different and, and to basically go after it. What has changed in that one year that you can now have a new advice that that has you basically, you know, it's a very short time, even though mm. a year seems like a lot, but in retrospect, it is a short, short amount time. of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what can you give now that's new advice or something in, in, insightful and enlightening that me and Elvis and the rest of the world can like share and be like, yeah. Mm, not to be afraid to take risks, bro. Like, I'm gonna double check to make sure you didn't say the same <laughs> shit. <bro. laughs> Fuck, nah. about a year ago. Yo, you said the you same, said the same year shit last year, bro. Bar for uh, bar, uh, word for word. Uh, <laughs> um, nah, I mean, I think to what I said earlier, like we all have dreams and aspirations. This some is the of, same one. No, no, but some <laughs> some are bigger. Some are bigger than others. But bro, to what I just said is like, you gotta just like be crazy over it. Okay. Like be crazy over it and like. Bro, like, I know I might have touched on this and, like, kind of went down the same lane. But, like, when we were just talking about this last night, I'm like, bro, like, risk and don't be afraid to be out of, to get out of your comfort zone yeah. and do things your own way. Because if you're trying to do what everybody else is doing, and I'm not saying everything has been done in the world already. Mm-hmm. You name it. You want to make mm-hmm. a hat? How many has in the world have they been made? You yeah. want to make a shirt? You want to make merch? How many How many people have their own brands or their own whatever? You want to make a hoodie? You want to make sneakers, custom? Bro, all that has been made. <clears throat> I feel like there's still more random stuff. But, bro, it's make. about... we were just, Literally, we were just talking yeah. about this yesterday where I was like, bro, we you got to give it 
your your twist to it your and you gotta not, you gotta not be afraid reinvent a wheel yeah you gotta mm-hmm. not be afraid of what people are gonna think of it or think about you because you're doing this or you're doing that like yo why are you doing like why are you only focused on pink sneakers right now yo that's not popping like don't worry you, about you it don't worry about yeah. it like why are you wearing burberry sunglasses bro oakley's is in right now Man, these nah, are but not like, as simple as that. Nah, but it's as simple as that. Yo, like, I didn't take a mile real quick. Like that. <laughs> and I didn't like that, bro. But I see what you're saying. Your you know I mean, like, bro, you gotta be crazy over your dreams or your aspirations. You gotta, and then, bro, just don't worry about what people are gonna say, and just be, don't be afraid to be out of get out of your comfort zone, because if you're not afraid and you don't feel out of place, then you're not doing it right. Well, you're the only thing that matters, yeah. Like, you got to feel uncomfortable. You got to feel like you're not doing enough. And if that's how you're feeling, then you're doing the right thing. And if you're not feeling that, then you, you're doing something that, that's not wrong. You're not working hard enough or you're not putting in enough time. I'm not also I'm not, I'm not not saying to be a workaholic or 24-7 because that's also not good for you. But if you generally feel like, yo, I'm not working hard and then you expect the results to be happening, like, let's be realistic. Like, if you're not doing your homework, how do you... Expect to pass the test, right? Like yeah. simple oh, shit like that. You mean? A bunch like, of I mean, he he cheats, so it's only yo, gonna get yo. him so far. <laughs> yo, well, what kind of cheating, man? On test, right? <laughs> clarify, Whoa. clarify, to clarify Whoa. that. You just threw yourself under the bus, fam. <laughs> well, some extra advice you would hop onto the Elvis. What's some, you know? Because I feel like. You oh, have some man. real shit, bro. You, you, yeah. You've been out here. You've been in the streets out here, man. Man, listen, man. I need man, to hear some through cypher, a lot bro. of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it all, man. Done it all. Uh, done, done it all. all. <laughs> done it all. <laughs> trial and errors, man. <laughs> man. All sorts know. of trial and errors. Let yeah, me tell you. bro. Listen, man. Always deny, man. Deny, deny. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, that is actually really that, good. That's, that's a good advice. Yeah. I was just seeing it today. I was listening to a podcast, a uh-huh. random sidetrack, but it's um, yeah. I was this woman that got caught masturbating at the beach. She, what the fuck? She was very attractive, but basically people called her out. No way. I'm doing obviously it's obscene. It's it's basically you could be a sex offender. You can basically you know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. be a pedophile from that from that uh action. But I'm not saying you're supposed to do it, but yeah. <laughs> people were just claiming, and like the cops were asking, and she basically confessed and said, "Yeah, she should have just denied. denied. And she would have gotten scot free. free. Like they have no proof or evidence." Oh yeah, always deny, man. So <laughs> I'm not saying guys should be doing crime, and all my fans should not be, you know, committing crimes. But like, know your rights, and uh, <laughs> this is a weird advice. Now this is that shit I'm talking about. Deny, 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 deny. Bro, I, I got this shit from my from my teacher from high school. His name was Mr. Piper. Man, <laughs> man you know he a legend, man. <laughs> Where is he right now, bro? bro we gotta check up on that guy. I bro. know. And he go, he dead ass told me one day <laughs> we were talking and he said, Man, listen, man, in life, just deny. <laughs> deny, <laughs> deny, <laughs> deny. He's like, I don't care who it is. He's like, I don't care if it's your wife, anything, man. Just deny, deny, deny. I was like, Oh, okay, man. I will do. Yeah, I, I will do. That is actually some really good advice, bro. Yeah, I'm glad you said that man, shit, bro. That guy is well lads. I appreciate both of y'all coming today, bro. Elvis, thank you for coming in as a co-host. Oh, today, you already bro. know, man. You might be my regular co-host, bro. Since I fired Ooh, these guys, oh. you're Ooh, fired. You're fired. JK, for all the people knowing, they were not fired. It's just the holiday season. Uh, 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 break, so we're on overtime, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah we're on, on overtime. Breaks. That OT, Yo, baby. <laughs> have, have you uh has has the Zell hit already? My account, the Zell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Hey, yo. Get it, yo, uh, it, it. yo I, t- I didn't tell you this is 10K. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was telling this guy. Hey, for me, like, it's 20K, A though. lot of my guests have been free because, and I always give them a copy of the podcast because I'm like, hey, you know, since I didn't pay for you, technically you can pick and choose how you want this podcast to be. But the moment I pay for this podcast, <laughs> as is, is how it is. As like it's gonna be released, you know. This is the as is podcast, but obviously you'd have a publisher. The publisher would tell me, "Yeah, Guillermo doesn't want to talk about this, this, and that." I'll be like, "Okay, and there you go." Perfect. The manager, the everything manager. else is free game. So free game. No, as long as the, the as long as as long as the Zelle hits or the Apple Pay or hey, the invoice like is sent, like, send that loan at PP loan, baby. Pesos, bro. I'll probably be like maybe like five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, now, but you know what, man? We gotta. We 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 gotta live it up, man. Live it up, Look, man. we got three legends in this room, man. It's like icons and icons and right icons. Here, right bro. Here, three twenty year olds. Let's just start another man. podcast. I'll start a second one. All right, let's do this, man. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm down with this, man. Stop playing. Damn. We'll, yeah. do, we'll do off the record. We'll call off, it the off the record. record. Off the record. Podcast. As yeah. it is. Or as yeah. is podcast. Oh yeah, no filter. Yeah, no, we'll already get one called No Filter. No, <laughs> no Filter? I, I think like it was a podcast. Too cliche. Yeah, No Filter. And we'll is. get canceled. Hell yeah. Uh, bro, that, this guy be sending me uh, memes on uh, Instagram. I'm like, bro, if we start a podcast, and it's them taking like a mugshot. A mugshot, like, yeah. Two days after the podcast released. <laughs> Got him. Some outlandish shit, bro. Bro, we'll, we'll say out of pocket shit. I was telling a lot of people, man, there's too many podcasts that should just not exist. But it's like those broadcasts where it's just like, bro, you know, sometimes yeah. like we live in a society. You know what I'm saying? like one of those, like, Give me the experiences. Talk about what you do. Like real shit. You know, if you were in the North Riverside Mall, stuck for a week, you can't get in, you can't get out, you're stuck for a week. Would you rather be stuck with a killing gorilla or nine killing black mambas? The mambas. Why? Those are sneaky. They they can like... Kill the gorilla. The gorilla is the most obvious one because you could defend yourself against a gorilla. Those mambas are like if you're trying to go to sleep, those mambas are just. Bro, but the dude, the gorilla, dude, you're dead. (laughs) But you can see the gorilla. You can can see there's a gorilla coming at you. You can't hide from that. But the black, you can run. You can outrun a a gorilla. (laughs) No, you can't. According to stats, it's 25 miles an hour is their max speed. Oh, I seen King Kong, dog. (laughs) Bro, but like black mambas are sneaky and they can like in your sleep, you bite you, you're dead, bro. But that's the thing. Don't even sleep. The gorilla you can hide from. They're not uh they're not gonna smell you or sense you. The the Mac black mamas have see this is the dumb shit I'm talking about. <laughs> like the podcast <laughs> jumps into like, it. Sorry, I actually got invested into it. <laughs> Alright guys, well thank you so much, bro. This is the the Noogie cast. Frame the Boy. best podcast in the fucking world. Only Guillermo, only Frame Boy, Elvis not Presley. Man, you These already the know right here. IG. Man. You guys can see him now. Let's go. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Tape coming out soon. Coming out soon. You already know. Drake it's on there, bro. It's gonna oh, be it's crazy. already on there. We're we gonna be smart. in Miami. I need to see some real shit, bro. Directed by fucking right here, Memo oh, right here. Director oh. right here, bro. I'll do post interview after. Post interview. Like, you already know, video? bro. It was fucking nuts. It was crazy. crazy. Thank you guys again, bro. For real. Bro, thank, thank you guys thank, for being thank here. You guys, thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming and thank you for having us. Um, it's always fun to do this, bro. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, man. This is the best thing, man. Right, for real, bro. man. Let's, let's bring it in, bro. Right, right here, man. Hey, Power Rangers. Let me see the watch. What's the watch game today? My boy got the G-Shock. GTA 21 series oh, G-Shock. I got My boy got, got the Movado. No, the Guess. <laughs> I got Swatch. Ooh, hey. Swatch. Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back. TBT. Yeah, yeah. TBT. Throwback. <laughs> Wait, was it recording? Oh, crazy? Oh, fuck, bro. You're lying. Thank God. Oh, <laughs>